You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 289. Today, I am sharing with you an inside look with Cameron all about how to address resistance. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And today I'm sharing with you a coaching session I did publicly for one of my previous accelerator clients, Cameron. And we were discussing how in an in-person session, can we address the potential resistance a person will have once presented with a plan of care Or if you're a trainer or a coach and you're presenting your transformation program, you will be required to address resistance. And so inside of this episode, we are talking and working through how specifically to do that without being pushy, without being sleazy, and without feeling like you're begging for the client. So without further ado, let's roll that interview. 10 o'clock, right on the dot, always on time. How is, How's it going? Oh, let me get my thing up. There it goes. There you are, Cameron. What's cracking? It's so good to see you. Just so you so know, we're live already. Yeah. I'm just going to plug this in and let's do this thing. I so love it. I, okay. I post some data. I know I haven't sent it to you yet, but do your opening, whatever, whatever you need I to did. do. I did. I did already because I have a hard stop at 1030. So let's go ahead and dive in. Give me, give me the data. What can I support you on? How can I serve you? It's good to see you. Yeah. So currently what I've been running into is a little bit like a, a, the objections of Pete of like not being able to close at times have been more of like a desire a little bit of like a desire for a solution, like not people not necessarily knowing if it's bad enough yet. Mm. Um, so for instance, I'll, I'll bring up the data here in a second, but it's, there's, I just had a conversation this morning. That's kind of a, a representation of something that's been a little bit repeated, okay. uh, where people that are like, so I've had quite a number of people that have leads that have been coming in that have been, coming from like forwarded Instagram messages or Facebook messages, like to like to these people, but they're coming from people that haven't worked with me specifically. Mm -hmm. Like they're just the, it's just the content going to them. And then they go into my pages and then they'll like book a call. Got it. So, so what's happening though, is, is I, because I, now that it's happened, like out of six leads, like this has happened like almost like five times where they don't seem to be coming in either with the desire for my unique solution. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, so for instance, uh, this woman that came in just cause it's kind of repeated thing and I'll, I'll put the numbers in the chat or whatever. So that way, so what's, so essentially what's happening or like with this, this individual, um, that happened with this morning. 
So she reached out initially to book a call. She had some like right hip pain that's bothering when she goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. She's had left hip pain that's been bothering her, that it's keeping her from running, cycling, hiking, playing sports with their kids, uh, mm-hmm. lifting weights. Got it. But she's seen like everyone in town, right? Use her insurance for everyone in town. And it's not going to be the outcome she's looking for. Got it. So when she came in her, when she booked the call, it was really because she wanted the right hip pain that was bothering her when she went to sleep. She -hmm. like, didn't really have certainty that, or like she did, she wasn't coming in because she had kind of given up on this left hip thing that was bothering her with working out. Mm -hmm. So when she was coming in, it was like, she just wanted the, like the get out of pain thing, which I totally understand in terms of like my prices when I was offering, like that's kind of a lot to pay to like, just get out of pain to like go to sleep if she's mm-hmm. can figure out a different way to finagle it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like within the value, so I realized as I went back as that's kind of an ongoing thing, that's like, that's kind of a thing that had been happening with people is like, they were in pain, but it was like, well, yeah, I can get you out of pain, but like, we can get you back to doing this. Mm-hmm. which is like, that's what I do. That's the service I offer. Like he, if you mm-hmm. just want to get out of pain, like here's someone I would trust that might get you out of pain, you know, uh, like, but, but like, it's really like, I, I get people to that point And like, I know I'm your best option to get you out of it. But mm-hmm. as I look back at my content, my website, especially my content, I realize that I'm only like talking about the pain journey and mm-hmm. not the whole journey back to like, like often enough, like my messaging is not there. Well, we have three things at play. So I'm going to stop you there for a second. We have three things at play that I'm hearing and then I'm going to, and I will address it, but I do have some clarity questions I want to ask you. Number one is when you said that, uh, this has like been happening a lot. What Cameron knows this about me. I am like, give me the data. And what I mean by that is like, you said the last six calls, right? So when you're doing the calls or are they coming, are, are they on the phone with you and you're trying to get them to come in or are they like coming in for their assessment and you're doing like the discovery session and the last six have not converted? Is that what I'm hearing? So let's say, so in terms of uh, let me do the data. Okay. So I've got, um, let's see one. While he's figuring it out, the reason I'm asking him this question is because what I really, really encourage my clients to really look at is that it's so easy for us to get really emotionally invested. And in order to just really separate ourselves and and we have to, we're physical therapists, personal trainers, like it's supposed to be personal for a reason, but in order to separate the outcomes from performance, it's just going to be like, okay, let me look at like the actual data. The data is what's going to be the difference. So out of the last let's say like for looking at the last 12 leads as a trend. Mm -hmm. So 12 leads have come in, they've raised their hand. And then what happened? Excuse me, 13 on this other person. Okay. There's, I've had one. Yep. 13 leads. Uh, in terms of these are people I've been on the phone with. Okay. So then the phone, where do you make them go? Where do they go? Do they come in for an assessment? They come for that free discovery visit. Okay. Great. And then, so give me, so of the 13 leads, how many go from phone to assessment? Phone, uh, in terms of 13, so that'd be, sorry, I don't have this calculator ready. I got it right here though. So we got, um, so in terms of, we got one, they have 11. Okay, great. So 13 leads comes in, 11, you talk to 13, 11 come in for the assessment. How many close? 
So then, so like the next step from there would be like, would be like the next paid thing would be the initial evaluation. And mm-hmm. I, I communicate with them at that point that they would be signing up if they move forward with the plan of care, they'll sign up for the plan of care. So it's almost still like a, a third and fourth step. So right. amount of people that closed from there uh, that came in for the evaluation would have been, um, yeah. So this has been a really bad stretch. So three. Okay. So here's what's interesting. Okay. Is when I take three divided by 11, right? That's almost, that's a 27% conversion rate. So that's not terrible. Okay. That's not terrible. Right. But, and, and, and so what I would say to you is if we're trying to get that conversion rate and, and I'm saying that in the context of industry standards. Okay. Sure. So if you're like, yeah, Beverly, but the last subset of 13, they closed at 60%. So then we're talking now. So it's always in the context of your data. Okay. So if you're like, I- I'm closing a 27% and I need to get this closer to 30% or 60%, then I'm going to say, okay. And so that data is going to be like, then we need, now it's going to tell us what the-, the concern is. So the messaging and now Cameron, so I said, so that's one we- we've, we've, figured that out. So the question is, how can I increase my conversions from 27% to 30% from the assessment into a patient plan of care? Okay. And so now we're going to look at the messaging journey. And to your point, what I want you to understand and, and what I would invite you to look at when it comes to the communication, right, is that every single step of the way is going to be removing is is going to be removing resistance to process to resources, time, energy, and effort, and identifying and exposing your uh, the real problems in the context of what they want. And so, what I want to share with you, okay, is that. You were like, I want them, you know, what I heard was like, what what I do is help them get back to the things that they love to do, right? And it might be not what they want. Maybe they don't really want to do that, right? And that's fine. It's not that it's bad. It's just about you as a practitioner, as a personal trainer. It's like, I want so bad my people to care about data, but my people don't care about data, right? So it's like... um, you have to ask yourself, am I calling in the right people that I want? Like, do I want to call in the people who care about this? Okay. And if you think that they could, then we need to expose what's at stake if they continue down this current path. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So your messaging in the actual assessment is like, if they're coming, so you meet them where they're at, This is the problem that they know that they're in and you're going to expose the real problem. And then what's at stake if they continue down this path. So if we take this girl, for example, this who had the pain when she goes to sleep, okay, you address it right there in the, in the assessment. And then you create the gap of like, listen, I know that you don't really care necessarily about like, this is what you want, but if you want this pain-free life to continue, here's what you're going to need to do. Otherwise, not only is it going to hurt you when you go to sleep at night, then you might just always be in like, it'll, it might start to hurt when you're just sitting at your desk, when you're just like constantly hurting. It's right. going to get worse before it gets better. And uh, I think in terms of like using that in, in terms of like what, I, what I've actually seen. So like ethically saying the thing that I've observed is like the people that 
the people that wait six to eight months before they finally come see me, it takes drastically more time. Yes. And like, like the, and not only that, but now they've had that, like, to your point that you, you know, you sort of taught me at times is the opportunity cost, right. It's like now they've already yes. lost those eight months yes. and then now they're actually going to end up paying more because they, because yes. now it's going to take longer because there's, Correct. they're deeper down this, this path. Correct. So now, so that's the second point that I wanted to just like kind of bring up. Right. And then when you're starting to evaluate your messaging, am I calling in these people? Because what's happening in your messaging, and this is for everyone, like when you're thinking about it, it always has to be in the context of what is it that they want? What is the, not what you want them to want? What do they want? What is the problem that they know that they're in? What's the real problem? Are you exposing that? And here's the thing, because it's like level one awareness and level two awareness. People will say, yeah, but my people know that they're in pain. They already know what the real problem is. Okay, so let's just say, yes, that's true. They are still operating from mistakes and misconceptions. Otherwise, they would have fixed it. So it's like this concept of like, I know I'm dehydrated, but I keep drinking coffee and I'm still got a headache is an example of what that's like. And you're like, well, yeah, that's because coffee is not going to help you. It's not going to hydrate you. It's going to make the problem worse. Do you see what I'm saying? And then the third component that I want to offer to you is the resistance. So it's that you said that like, you're feeling a little bit like you're not overcoming resistance. So what is the resistance that you're, um, that you're, you're struggling with? So this is, this one in particular, like I, I knew it was going to be an uphill battle because she had already expressed to me, which is why I actually was like, you had reached out to me around the same time this happened before she even came in for the evaluation, like coming in for the paid one. She had already texted me and told me that she wasn't planning on moving forward with the plan of care. So she didn't know whether or not she should. So I, when she, I was like, yes, come in. So address the amount of objections and resistance she had at the very beginning of the eval so that I can continue to like message everything we are doing to match what like she was having. So for instance, it was like, Hey, I know you brought up cost and whatnot, anything that you don't know how I can help you or what it is you're looking for. If you don't know what it is, then like, obviously it's expensive. So like in, in her case, she was like, it can't finally came out. The resistance was, is like, it finally, she just said like, especially at the end, she's like, this clearly works. I'm clearly feeling much better it's literally me not wanting to spend money on myself rather than spend, save the money to put it to my kid's college tuition. So it's like, okay. So like, if, if that's the case, then realizing the only info she had been forwarded on, on my content would have been like, get out of pain, get out of pain, not get out of pain. Like, so by the time she had already come in, she thought that the only thing that I did for her service would be get out of pain, not no, we'd take you out of pain and then get you back to the life that you wanted. Right. Which is like, it's been the same sort of comp the resistance I've been getting is people are like, it's not even so much that they don't see, like it's, it's when I go to talk to them, when I get to it, I'm like, well, how much would this be worth if you could get out of it? And they're like, oh, that this is, this, I'd be willing to pay much more than what you're asking for. So then, so it's like, so is the question that you're, you either like don't want to do at the moment, or you don't think that you can get there. Cause like, mm. cause then that's sort of like a different, like, I mean, I, it seems like I need to craft my messaging only in before they even walk in the door, before they even get on the phone call, like to be able to go after those two objection points or that resistance and then oh, be able to like gosh. hammer. You're asking it. such a good question and you're already going through the flow, like just so well. Right. So the thing is, is that, you know, the question that we have to ask ourselves and what, what you're asking and 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Because I do have a tendency to ask, answer questions that don't get asked. Um, yeah. but what I'm hearing and what people have to understand is that, is that how do we know when the objection is, is, or the resistance rather is, is real and not a smoke screen. So for example, what I mean by that is like, she's legitimately saying to you, like, this is not, this is like an extreme example, but if someone's like, listen, I'm, I'm on food stamps. Like I, I can't, I can't do this. Right. Versus someone who tells you that they can't afford it. But what they're really saying is that the the perceived value isn't worth the asking investment. So how do you navigate whether or not that's true? Okay. Because they're like straight up, there are going to be people that can't afford it. Like legitimately they're like, I just don't, there's no more room on my credit card. I can't do it. Right. And so and so you have to ask yourself, and and so that's not to say you can't have accessible options. The free content that you put out, Cameron, specifically is brilliant. Like that's going to help those people. You just did this valuable assessment. That's going to help them. Okay. So it's not that you're not having, you know, it's not that you don't have accessible uh, accessible options. Okay. You just have to be discerning for yourself as to, you know, am I going to really get down to the root of it and be like, this is the root of it. I know for a fact that that this person can't afford it. So that's it. Okay. Because what happens is if you start addressing this early, people make a decision based on the price. So if you ask that question, that's like, hey, can you afford to take care of yourself? I know you wouldn't, but let's just say you asked that. They're going to say no, but they don't understand yet the full value of what it is that you're bringing, right? So this is going to be, this is going to be one of those questions that you're going to, and, and one of those things that you're going to have to decide for yourself in terms of, um, you know, DNQing your leads, right? And so a question that you, that I would, that I would offer you to consider is something like, um, um, on a scale of one to 10, how you know urgent is this how urgent is the is the pain problem that you'd be willing to invest your resources time energy and money to fixing and you're not telling giving them yes or no you're just asking them to rate it and then when you get them on the call you're going to say hey i noticed that you answered 7 and then get and then and then address the resistance there like hey what's causing you to say that Okay. And then based on what they tell you is how you could be like, all right, you know what, here's, here's what I recommend. Here's my free resource. Here's my Instagram. Okay. But oftentimes nine out of 10 times, maybe eight, I'll give you eight out of 10 times. They're going to say things that are smokescreen things like, oh, well, I've already gone to everybody. And they told me that uh, my insurance did this. And I was in there for 10 weeks and blah, 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 blah. And they're going to give you all their experience and evidence of why they've said no and why they've already said no without understanding the full value of what you bring. Okay. Follow. Yes. So now what happens is before you go into the presentation, okay, 
when, after you do your mind blowing assessment that I know you do, and you literally have like got this amazing thing where someone like in that moment is like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I can't believe I've done this before you go into the presentation. We need to tie them down and we need to ask them. Okay. So now we're going to talk about your plan and, and we transition. Everything we do is permission-based. So it's like, okay, cool. How do you feel? Where do you want to go from here? I can walk you through A to Z, what your patient plan care is going to look like, but you tell me where you want to go from here. Okay. So then they are like, yeah, I want to know. What does be, sorry, that was, that was fantastic. Is this like, so let's say they come in for the evaluation. So we've done the discovery visit. They're coming for the evaluation. Mm -hmm. Then am I, so I would like prepare like, Hey, I'm going through my notes of what their resistance or objections would be. And I'm going through, I were, I'm having this conversation prior to doing the presentation, AKA like, okay, this is like, they walk in. This is before. Yes. We're going to hit these objections. Yes. And the resistance right now. Okay. Yes. Well, you can get them on the phone and find out what they're, if they're resourced and find out like, Hey, in your application, I saw that you were like a seven notice that you didn't say two, but what caused you to say seven? So before you even get them in the eval, you're going to know, like, is this a smoke screen or are they on food stamps? I see what you're saying. So okay. like in my CRM, like if it sends them an email prior to it, be like, Hey, that could just be a question. Can you confirm yeah. and on a scale of one to one yes. to 10? Yes. Where are oh you God. in your urgency to solve your pain problem? You know, we're live on Instagram. Otherwise I'd drop like an F-bomb right now. That's <laughs> <pretty sweet. laughs> right. And so then you're going to get that data. And then when you find out like, okay, I noticed you said seven, like what caused you to say that? Notice, I noticed you didn't say two, but why seven? Uh, because I've gone to all these and then you're going to find out like, are they resourced? And if they're not, then you're going to be like, okay, cool. Well, here's my best recommendation for you. That way you're still helping them, but you're not going through the process of this assessment, knowing that they're, you know, not resourced. I can't, sorry. I have to like process that. How, like how, cause that's so easy to implement right now. Right now. Go to my CRM system, go in there and then I'll just let them know like at even at the discovery visit, be like, Hey, this be your next best steps. Da, da, da. Like I yes. walk them through, they have a folder that walks through has a testimonials has my yes. the PDF that I made when I was working with you. Yes. Like it's all in there. And then, so then that way they already know what to expect. Like I've already told them on the phone what the price is. They're in the DV our discovery visit. I tell them what the price is and that what I'm probably leaning towards at this point, right before they come in for the eval, I'll just, I'm going to tell them at the discovery visit, Hey, I'm going to reach out like tomorrow or in the next couple of days, like I'll call, but they'll have an automated email going, Hey, can you just confirm that you're a good you're coming. eval and on a scale of one to 10. So now all they're typing is yes. And a number. That's it. Yes. That's it. So they don't have to like sit there and type anything. No. They're just like, yes. And a number. Yes. And then oh, now, awesome. now the and money. I have okay. so much information. Yeah. Now, now the money stuff. Okay. So the thing is people make a decision on price. So I would wait until the discovery visit and the assessment, like before you like to, to present the care and always, and always permission-based like, Hey, okay, great. Now that you're feeling great, where do you want to go from here? I can walk you through A to Z, what your specific patient plan is going to look like in order to get the desired outcome that you mentioned, but you tell me, and they're like, yeah, finally give me the plan. Then I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Then go through the plan. And before you nail the price down, you need to tie them down to the process. Like, okay. So you're going to be like, what questions do you have for me? And don't ask any, because what is open-ended and the brain has to answer that any, they're going to say no. But if you say, what questions do you have for me? They'll look for the questions. 
And any mm-hmm. questions is resistance. You get to address those before you even nail their patient price. So, okay, sorry, are you still going? Good. So, so it'll be, all right, so let's say other discovery visit. They come in, I, I, we, I summarize what we talked about on the phone, go over any resistance or objection at that point so I can even just ask them like, hey, you know, what do you, this is what we're going to do. What do you need to see? Boom, boom. Mm, yes, boom. So, Yes. So then I do the presentation of the free discovery visit thing. Mm-hmm. And then I love that. Do you, um, I, I just love that. So, so are you saying, so the, the verbiage after that would be like, if it seems like it's resonating with them is like, would, um, do you want to see how it goes from like what it would look like going from here? Yeah. So I would sandwich it. Right. So it's like, Hey, so now you tell me, where do you want to go from here? I can walk you through how your patient plan would look a to Z, but you tell me. So you're Where do you literally yeah. asking them to pitch you. Where do you want to go from here? I can walk you through what your patient, what your patient like plan of care would look like from A to Z. What would you like to do? Yes. Yeah. Tell me what would it look like? Great. And then you go into the pitch and then you tell them like, this is what I recommend. This is what it is. Guarantee, blah, 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 all that stuff that we talk about. And then at the end, before you give them the price, the last question is going to be the price. And yeah, I, before. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you're going to say, okay, great. You know, everything we do is customized. So I just want to find out, you know, from you on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel about the patient plan? Right. Everything I do is scale because you need to, they need to be like 10 out of 10 and then I'll give them the investment. But if they're not, then guess what? I will work through resistance before I give them the price. So the folder I give them has the price sheet at in the end. Like, like I put it there purposely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can go through values, testimonials, and that stuff in the in the process. I love this though. Where do you want to go from here? I can I can walk you through from A to Z. It's customized, so it can look like how you want. Mm-hmm. Are you in? You know, it, it, like at that point, just be like, you know, where where are? Totally. Where do you want to go from here? I can walk you through from A to Z. You know what that would look like. It's totally customized. Are you? You know, do you want to see what that looks like? Yes. Okay. So we go through that, and then before I bring up the price sheet. So like we've gone through, I've walked them through, they've, uh, I, before I even bring up the price, you go, what questions do you have? Yes. And then you're going to say, then, how do you feel about the process? Scale of one to 10. If they're like, I'm in, let's do this. This is what I want. Then you're going to be like, great. So here's your, here's the investment. And now their brain is going to go crazy and they are going to resist. Okay. They're going to be like, oh, of course, of course that's normal. Yeah. That's normal. normal. It's normal. Yeah. So now you lean into it. But then the thing is, is that the idea and the hope is if you go through this process like this, is that you've addressed any of the real resistance, like the like process themselves. And the last thing to fall is like, can I do this? Yeah. And that's going to be, be cash flow. Yeah. Certainly. Awesome. Because the money stuff you can figure out. The money, if it really is, ends up being money and logistics, it's like, great. This is it. This is what we can do. That's cool. I mean, cool. like, cause it, well, cause I've been finding it's, it's definitely at least like on the phone, like I, like as even I'm getting people to come in, even though I'm already saying like, Hey, like, you know, from what you've told me, it would be a great fit for all the people I've had that have gone through stuff just like you. And now they're doing this without fear of stuff coming back. The cost of that is this, but regardless, we're not getting married right now. The next step is that free discovery visit. I don't even know if I can help you, let alone oh, you even know if you like being in a room with me. Yeah. So then it's like, so like, it's, 
Let's no obligation. I don't know if I can help free you. demonstration. It's literally, yeah. yes, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And the only yeah. reason why you would say no is because, is because the pain's not that urgent. Yeah. And right. you can't or convince like someone reason. to want to change it. Yeah. Or my tone or whatever it is at that point, like still doesn't seem like trustworthy. Like as if I'm like trying to get them in an obligated situation or something. Correct. Which Correct. I'm, I, that's not like an inkling in my body. So I don't think it comes off that way, but no, um, never. you never, do. I love, I, I love that. I love that before I bring up the price sheet at that point. Now we're just talking about the real objections. Like yes. we're just talking about the real resistance and the real objections have a conversation about that before the prices come out, because then that's a different conversation. Correct. And then um, it'll be easy peasy lemon squeezy because your demonstration is so powerful. That's dope. <laughs> what a call. Send me the invoice. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> okay. Well, now I can't wait. So now that, that, I mean, those, those small changes, those three things, you do those three things, change your upfront to like, just do some DNQing, really just nail down, like address resistance before, and then work through like the uh, investment afterwards. That is going to, that'll double your close rate with the leads you already have. I, I no doubt. Yeah. So it's the, it's that scale of one to 10 on the CRM thing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to call, they'll get the email. Plus I'll probably call them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, and then when they're in here for, especially for, and I'd be calling them like even maybe before the the DV in that case, but then it would be like asking them at the end, I love that close. Where do you want to go from here? I can walk you through from A to Z. It can look, the plan can look like how you want it to look like. Um, yep. you like to see how, how that looks. Yep. Yes. Bring out the folder get through all of the things, ask them what on the, how they feel about the process from one to 10 and what questions they have before that I bring up the price sheet. Perfect. Yep. Made let's go. Yeah. Day. <laughs> Can't what a freaking so day. To talk to you and chat. I love it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And if, if there are any final questions, you can put them in the, uh, in the chat. And then of course, Cameron, like just, I'll, 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 anyone wants to chat to you and learn more about, you know, you, where you're at, I'll put that in the chat too. So is this, uh, on your Instagram page? So I can go it's watch actually the Facebook. It's on, it's on Facebook. Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Sweet. I'll go back and listen to that. All right. Thanks, Beverly. Bye. I'll talk to you later. later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.